What is going on, Laker fans? Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll go till 9 o'clock tonight. Pack show as always. Brian Windhorst coming up at 7.30, covers the NBA for ESPN, does the Hoop Collective podcast. Uh, he had a fantastic podcast, brought up a lot of different Laker topics, so got to get Brian Windhorst on. Uh, Brad Turner from the LA Times, he'll come on, covers the Lakers for the LA Times, come on at 8.30. Um, we will start off the show, so there was Adrian Wojnarowski and Dave McMenamin, uh, probably within the last, last couple of hours or so, put out a tweet and then an article Dave McMenamin says um, in the article, organization is optimistic that Andre Drummond won't miss more than a game or two. Let me, uh, or will return soon. Let me, um, let me read off exactly. Uh, Andre Drummond will not miss more than a game or two with a right big toe injury he suffered in his debut for the team. Sources tell ESPN. Um, so let, let's uh, let's start off right there. Obviously, last night, um, disappointing, disappointing debut. For the Lakers, and that just does that kind of not sum up the season so far. Every time we start getting excited, we got to have an injury uh, bring us back down a little bit. Um, Drummond said after the game, "Just unfortunate to have this happen to me in the first game. It kind of was a little deflating for me, but my head is high. I'm going to take it day by day and come back better than ever." Uh, he is not going to make the the trip to Sacramento for the game tomorrow, so obviously he's missing the Lakers-Kings game tomorrow. And then Lakers got another game coming up against the Los Angeles Clippers. That's coming up on Sunday. It's a 12-30 tip-off. Um, so that's the latest on Andre Drummond. Um, it's not a serious injury. Lakers don't think he'll miss more than a, a game or two. Um, we already know, obviously, Anthony Davis has missed the last 20 games for the Lakers, only played in just... 23 games so far for the Lakers. That means he's missed 25 of the 48 games so far. LeBron has missed the last six games since he went out with that injury in the second quarter against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Lake Show just can't catch a break right now. Every time we start thinking there's a little kind of a new, some blood coming in here, some new blood coming in, uh, you start getting excited about something. Um, you know, you 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 get held back again. As far as uh, that's kind of how the season has gone for the Lakers, and I know there's no sympathy for Laker fans around the NBA, but that's the reality. Uh, we keep saying, "Well, you just wait till we're healthy." Well, when we get healthy and we get LeBron and Anthony Davis back, you watch out. We just got Andre Drummond. Bring Andre Drummond in the mix. He's going to keep us uh, our head above water. Then Drummond goes out uh, yesterday in the uh, didn't play. He played a brief moment in the second half, but pretty much only played 14 minutes the entire game. Um, I want to go back real quick to last night's game, and then I want to just focus in on Andre Drummond kind of in short term and and, uh, big picture. You know, it's crazy. Haven't done Lakers talk since I think it was uh, about 10, 11 days ago. I know it was before the trade deadline, and that's just kind of how the schedule worked out. We're carrying these March Madness games, so we carried the games on Monday and Tuesday. And, uh, you know, Curtis, maybe I enjoyed those two days off. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Um, but it's been a while. So we, we, hadn't, we hadn't done a Lakers talk since before the NBA trade deadline. So as we catch up on things, um, there was a lot of hype behind yesterday's game. And I'm the one, I, I was the one building up the hype. Going into the pregame show, obviously Sunday was incredibly exciting when we got official word that Andre Drummond's going to be a Laker. Um, and I, I, I get excited for a couple different reasons, but... Yesterday, Michael and I doing the pregame show, hyping this thing up like it's the uh, NBA Finals. Um, and, you know, obviously the game starts. 
I wasn't expecting to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. That was not, uh, I don't think I was walking into that game, but I thought, hey, you know what? Maybe now we have a little bit of a shot because Andre Drummond's going to fill in that big man role. You're facing Giannis. You're facing Brooke Lopez. You obviously need the size against a team like that. Andre Drummond, this is first year. Maybe the, the team will kind of rally around. They're getting excited too, and you can you can be in a close game, a battle against the Bucks in the fourth quarter without LeBron and AD with the addition of Andre Drummond. Did I think the Lakers are going to beat the Milwaukee Bucks? No. That that's a that's a that's an elite team in the league. And if you don't have your your big guns, how do you expect to hang with a Milwaukee Bucks team? That's obviously a, it's a tall task. I'll tell you one thing that's got to happen if you, if you're going to be in a game like that against the Bucks. You got to play damn near perfect basketball. And Lakers continue to struggle in two specific areas. Their three-point shooting and their turnovers. They had 22 turnovers yesterday. 22, 23, something like that. Um, They only had two at the end of the first quarter. They ended up with 22. So 20 turnovers over the final three quarters. A lot of times, you know, used as an example, out of nowhere, Taylor Horn Tucker had six of those turnovers. You don't expect that from THT. THT shouldn't have the ball in his hands enough. Uh, to, to be committing six turnovers. And not to say that when LeBron and Anthony Davis are, are in the lineup that there aren't times that things get sloppy. LeBron's careless with the ball. He's got the ball in his hands the entire time. But it's LBJ. He's also putting up a triple-double. I mean, there's a, there's a lot that comes with that. But the three-point shooting and the turnovers. I mentioned turnovers at the after the first quarter, Lakers had 20. Three-pointers for the Lakers. They were 8 of 12 at one point in the game. 8 of 12. They ended up 10 of 36, I want to say. So that means two of their final 24 three-pointers that they took, they hit. Um, How much of that is something that will continue without LeBron James, without Anthony Davis? Uh, Probably, you know, we could expect this until those two come back. I don't think that's going to really change. And I think the key also to pay attention to is um, backup Backup players and role players are asked now to play bigger roles, and that's not a good combination. It just isn't. That's not how this Lakers team is built. So I don't think this is going to change all that much until LeBron and Anthony Davis come back. I think this is the position that they're in. Um, And and this kind of leads me into Andre Drummond. It's a perfect example of my expectations on Andre Drummond. So, you know, I've said this a couple different times, why Andre Drummond I think is so key in the short term, and so key in the long term for the Lakers. There's a couple reasons for that. But before I get into that, let me give a quick shout-out here. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. So we appreciate their partnership. Obviously, one of our main partners here to Lakers Talk. Uh, Go to Valvoline or go to uh, SoCalOilChange.com. Put in your location. You know how this works. Just put in your location. Put in your uh, zip code, and then you'll find all these different Valvoline instant oil changes. Go get it done. The light turns off, and you're good to go for another three to 5,000 miles. Curtis knows what I'm talking about. So Andre Drummond, the, one of the reasons why I was so excited for the Lakers to get Andre Drummond uh, in the buyout market, there were a number of reasons. There was the mere fact that we need another big. Uh, most Laker fans have obviously been talking about this for a long time. That's number one. Um, you need somebody that... Uh, can can grab rebounds, can play some defense, can just be a big body in the middle. There's a number of reasons why it's exciting to have Andre Drummond. Plus, just as important, he didn't go to another team. He's not on the Clippers. 
He's not on the Boston Celtics. He's not on the Brooklyn Nets. He didn't go to a team that you may have to face at some point during the playoffs, whether it's in the Western Conference or whether it's in the NBA Finals. So that combination is a fantastic combination that Andre Drummond ends up with the Lakers, and now all of a sudden he's not on one of these other teams that can clearly benefit from from having a player like that. But here's another big reason why I got excited about Andre Drummond. For those who are just tuning in, Andre Drummond not making the flight to Sacramento. He will not play in the Lakers-Kings game tomorrow. But Lakers don't think it's a, you know, it's really an injury to worry about long term. Maybe he misses a couple games or so, and then he's, uh, and then he'll come back. Um, one of the main reasons why I was excited about Andre Drummond. I'm going to go through the NBA standings for Laker fans here, real quick, okay? Because I, I, I think the short term, yes, there's the big picture, but the short term, I'm paying attention to right now, okay? Jazz number one record in the NBA. They're back on winning track, won seven games in a row. Phoenix still playing fantastic basketball, 33-14. and 14. They've won four games in a row, eight of their last ten. No one's really talking about them. Clippers, 32-17. and 17. Then you got the Lakers in the number four spot. I don't think the Lakers are going to hold on to that four spot for, for much longer. Behind the Lakers, Denver, just a half game behind the Lakers. Portland, just a half game behind the Lakers. And then Dallas four games back, the Spurs four and a half games back. So the reason why I got excited about Andre Drummond, it was not just simply because, um, you know, you got this guy for the long-term championship run, which, by the way, if that's the only reason why you're excited that Andre Drummond's coming, that's okay. That's fair. I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. But I think for me, what got me ex- or what, what, what makes me excited about Andre Drummond is what can you do in the short term? Can you stop the bleeding a little bit? Without LeBron James and Anthony Davis, yes, Lakers did beat. They went on a two-game winning streak. They beat Cleveland and Orlando. Um, Cleveland and Orlando are not good teams. Orlando just traded their entire roster. And granted, Orlando did come down, come back from double-digit deficit to the Clippers a couple nights ago. But Curtis, everybody does. If you play the Clippers, you're down double digits fourth quarter. Uh, you got a good chance of coming back. Um, Cleveland Orlando, you're expected to you know, obviously win that game. The problem when you get into April, and I'm pointing out to the NBA standings, and some Laker fans might not care at all. They might be sitting there listening to me right now and say, Alan, who cares where the Lakers are by the time the playoffs start? Just get us in the playoffs. We're good to go. Um, You're right. Maybe this is more of a luxury, not a necessity. But I want Andre Drummond to stop the bleeding. I want Andre Drummond, the hope is, is that this dude can come in for the Lakers and play a key role before Anthony Davis and LeBron James come back. Um, we all know how important it is, obviously, for this championship run. We know certainly know how important it is um, to have Andre Drummond when you're in the playoffs or you're going up against certain teams where size becomes a complete advantage. Maybe there's going to be times Lakers are going to use AD at the five, whatever the case is. But I also think there's expectations right now for Andre Drummond to fill a, a incredible void for the Lakers. Um, in the short term, before LeBron James and Anthony Davis come back, my expectations on Andre Drummond, when he's back in the lineup, I know he's not in there right now, um, but my expectations for him is he's going to have to play like a franchise player. He doesn't have to do it when LeBron and AD come back, but until they come back, he becomes the most, you know, the, the second most important player on the team or one of the most important players on the team, if not the most important player on the team. Um, 
you want to stay in the mix here in the Western Conference. You really do. And as I look at Andre Drummond, my expectations for him before LeBron James and Anthony Davis come back uh, is to be that 17.5, 13.5 rebounds a game, best rebounder in the NBA, grab a couple lobs, be a uh, be an actual big man where people can feel your presence down low offensively, defensively. That's the expectation with Andre Drummond, so that's why I was incredibly excited. As much as we got that championship run that's going to be coming up, and we're only a month and a half away now from the regular season ending, um, in the short term, can Andre Drummond be that player that the Lakers need right now in this instance just to help keep their head above water? We don't have that answer yet. I think he can be that player for the Lakers. And if you look at the month of April, I've done this a couple times, and today's April 1st. Um, If you look at the month of April, it is a brutal, brutal schedule. Sacramento tomorrow, I mentioned. Clippers coming up on Sunday. I'm going to miss a couple games here because some of them, I I think, are not that big of a deal. Miami, you got Brooklyn, you got New York and Charlotte, all four teams in the playoff hunt. Boston, Utah twice, Dallas twice. It's a tough schedule tough schedule. And oh, by the way, you know, I mentioned that because if you look right now at, uh, you know, some of these games, now all of a sudden, if Andre Drummond was healthy, those games that you thought were 50-50 should lean your way. The games that you thought, oh, we're supposed to win, now should be a guarantee because Drummond's there. And then those games that you thought, we don't have a chance without LeBron and Anthony Davis in these two games, maybe you could be in it in the fourth quarter and who knows what happens after that. All right. um, Your expectations on Andre Drummond as a Los Angeles Laker. That's what I want to spend some time on right now. 877-710-ESPN. I know now I'm trying to make it sound like an open invitation. Always invited. Anytime you want to talk Lakers basketball on Lakers Talk or anytime I obviously am cracking a microphone, you're always invited. And I do want to get Laker fans' opinion. So 877-710-ESPN. Your expectations on Andre Drummond as a Los Angeles Laker. What do you expect in the rest of the way from Andre Drummond when he does come back? He'll probably miss a couple games. Um, We appreciate you guys tuning in. A quick uh, shout-out here real quick. Harris Resort SoCal. Pack your victory dance and go all in on fun at Harris Resort SoCal from dining to unwinding. Fun is a sure bet at the best resort in Funner, California. Okay, so let me make this very simple for you. If you're looking for a getaway, maybe you haven't gone anywhere in a while just because of all the restrictions and everything else, you don't have to get on a flight. Go drive out to Harris Resort SoCal. Uh, What a beautiful facility. They got this trifecta of pools, three different pools. Um, Certainly, obviously, 50 table games, 1,600 slots. They also now have SoCal's first top golf swing suite. Are you tired of uncomfortable, stuffy clothing when you're on the move? Task Performance is here to revolutionize your active lifestyle. Crafted with their innovative organic cotton and bamboo fabric blend, Task Performance's Carrollton Collection is Task's all-time most popular active wear. Task Carrollton Collection is breathable, moisture-wicking, and provides USPF 50-plus sun protection, keeping you fresh, cool, and comfortable all day long. Task has harnessed the natural performance qualities of bamboo to deliver amazingly soft and durable apparel produced in an ethical and sustainable manner. Whether you're hitting the gym or on the trail, the golf course, traveling, the office, or just around town, Task Carrollton Collection will help you feel better, move better, and live better. Available in dozens of colors. See what better looks like at taskperformance.com. Use code SPORTS to get 20% off. That's code SPORTS at TASCPerformance.com. Task, 
creating the most comfortable performance apparel on the planet. So there's a lot going on there. Are you game for a getaway? Start planning your trip by visiting harrissocal.com. When we come back, your phone calls 877-710-ESPN. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. All right, hope you guys are enjoying your Thursday evening. I'm all thrown off by the week, by the way. Get Monday and Tuesday off. Lakers come back. I got no idea what day it is. Usually do this on a Monday. Um, Brian Windhorst coming up at 7.30. Man, he had his uh, Hoops Collective podcast, and he was on there. Nick Friedel was on there, as was Mark Spears. And they so many Laker conversations. Andre Drummond conversation about everybody mad at the Lakers and the Nets for the buyout market. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, which we'll get into a little bit later. I, I want to bring it up with him, and then we, we could react to it after on – uh, potentially turned down a four-year, $84 million offer from the Lakers. So there's a lot of different, you know, obviously things to uh, to take on here. But right now we're talking about Andre Drummond, expectations for Andre Drummond as a Laker. That that's that to me is the only thing I'm really paying attention uh, paying attention to right now. What's interesting about this, and if you want to give your expectations on Andre Drummond, 877-710-ESPN, um, what's interesting about this is, I have two different expectations. I have expectations before LeBron and AD come back. I have expectations for after LeBron and Anthony Davis come back. And I don't think that's too out of the ordinary. But before uh, before LeBron and AD do return, my expectation is that he's an important piece, that he steps up, he fills a void. He was a key player for the Cavs, key, key player, obviously, for the Pistons. And I'm not telling you there was a ton of success on those teams because there wasn't. And I've also said this, that if... Your franchise player is Andre Drummond. I, I, it's not a good. It's not a good game plan, and it's no disrespect to Andre Drummond, but here's the reality: it, it, franchise players are guys like Anthony Davis, like LeBron James, like Kevin Durant, like James Harden, like Steph Curry. I, they're just they're different breeds, and there's different tiers to players uh, in the NBA, and he's not in that upper echelon of tiers. Now, in the time that LeBron and Anthony Davis are not around, they're not there. He does have to be almost like a franchise player. And that's going to obviously change when the stars come back. I don't want, once Andre Drummond is playing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, it's funny because I heard a lot of people saying, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Lakers get him in the buyout market. And there was a lot of conversations. You know, I did a couple of these social shows that I always do. And even doing the post-game show, I heard people saying that people are going to be really disappointed in Andre Drummond. He's not a franchise player. Uh, he's not as good as you think he is. Reading a lot of those comments. Well, here's the reality. I don't want people to think or believe that Laker fans think this guy's going to be a savior for the Lakers. Not at all. Lakers don't need a savior. Lakers just need to be healthy. That's it. And and by the way, that's a big if. That's not a guarantee or a lock. Uh, I think the Lakers are obviously being incredibly cautious and strategic with their superstars because it was February and it was March and now we're sitting here in April. Okay, now you're starting to get a little bit closer. Um, I want to say the Lakers' last game is March 16th something or uh, May 16th, and then playoffs will start a few days after that or that weekend or whatever the case is. Um, so they don't need him to be a savior. But he's an important piece because he does provide something that the Lakers have needed. You know what I've heard from Laker fans all season long? Al, how come they didn't go get Dwight? What a big mistake by Palenka by not going to get Dwight. Marcus is not filling in the void. That's all I've heard all season long. Every Laker fan out there, and and I, I've I've also said this too. It's fair to make that assessment about 
the Lakers offseason that they lost something that was a strength last year. Now it's been a weakness. Plus, you haven't had Anthony Davis for 25 games. It clearly looks like a weakness on a night-in, night-out basis. So with that being said, um, when I say he's an important piece, this is going to be the first time in Andre Drummond's career that I think he's going to um, get a chance to play to his strengths and not to do anything more than that. Rebound the ball, be a big man in the middle, uh, in the middle, play some defense, catch a few lobs, and that's it. That that should be the expectations for Andre Drummond. I don't want to hear no comparisons to Embiid or Jokic or he's the next Shaquille O'Neal. No, there, there's literally no need for that. Plus, I don't think those expectations are remotely accurate. So keeping that in mind, all Andre Drummond has to do, he just has to play a role on a championship roster. He hasn't got an opportunity like this yet in the NBA. Nobody is going to look at Andre Drummond. If LeBron and Anthony Davis are healthy and are good to go and the Lakers lose a game, um, nobody's going to really look at Andre Drummond and say, well, they lost because of Drummond. No, they're going to look at LeBron. They're going to look at Anthony Davis because that's the expectations that the best players always have. Did they do enough? Did they step up? Did they take the final shot? Were they communicating on defense? Um, that's the that's the role that Andre Drummond gets to play for the Lakers. Um, just has to play a role on a championship roster, and you know certainly I think his role is incredibly important. It's needed. Um, it's a necessity, not a luxury. You know we always use that. I use, always use that comparison. Is it a necessity or is it a luxury? No, that center position is a luxury for the Lakers. I mean, I'm sorry, it was a necessity for the Lakers. And there were a lot of other teams it was a necessity for. And Lakers, you know, obviously did what they needed to do to uh, to find a way to bring him here. Um, I, I'm, I don't want to make too big of a deal about Drummond, but I, I do think he does not have to be your franchise player. He's your third best player at best. And that's what he's got to be for the Lakers. And that's what's expected. Let me take a few phone calls. Phone- few phone calls here your expectations on Andre Drummond Harold in North Hollywood Harold what's going on man thank you for calling into Lakers talk uh, let me tell you something did you watch that game last night while he was playing yeah I did I mean that's where you better get in, that man better get into the gym and start working out I mean he didn't look like he was ready to play if he's going to help that team now <laughs> it's going to be a long time before he's getting back on that court he looked awful I don't know if awful is the right word. I'll tell you this, Harold. He hasn't oh, played. He, so he, he hasn't. He didn't look too good. Let's put it that way. He played. He hasn't played since February 12th. So if you thought you were, he was going to come in, and by the way, I was getting hyped up on that game too. So it's not like I was expecting him. Um, you know, I certainly wasn't expecting him just play. What he play? 14 minutes or something along those lines. But did I expect him to come out there and be Hakeem Olajuwon in his first game back since February 12th? Go up against Giannis and Brook Lopez and have uh, 18 rebounds and 25 points? No. Now, I also didn't expect him to have one or two rebounds. Um, had that injury at the end of or at, at some point in the first quarter. And, uh, Chris, are you, is Harold gone or is Harold still there? No, I'm still here. Okay, Harold, here. Harold, quick question. Um, okay, your expectations for Drummond uh, the rest of the way. What, what are your expectations for him? You know what? Realistically, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the media has a lot to do with this stuff, and I get so tired of it. You guys beat the drum every time. Oh, we got DeAndre Kai. He's going to be our savior, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's fine. That's your job. But you got to be honest with the fans. You know, AD has been, I told you guys before, he's, he, he came in here 
damaged goods. And LeBron is 36. He can only go. I've seen some. You know what? I like team basketball. And the Lakers depend on two guys. I love the way Utah plays. I love the way Denver plays. It's beautiful basketball. They pass the ball around. Everybody's involved. With the Lakers, it's one or two guys back and forth. It's, it's good. But the, pro- the main issue is, is this team going to contend? I'm not Harold, did sure. you like Harold, did you like the Shaq and Kobe days? They were great, but they had a better supporting cast. Okay. 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 So last year, so so last season, Harold, last season, Lakers just won an NBA championship with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. The two guys that you're saying you don't like them just relying on two players and they don't have a supporting cast. They just did it, Harold. They literally just won a championship eight or nine months ago. What happened a year ago? This is another year. Come on, Alan. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Harold, Come on, this Harold, is this year. All, all I can do is, I appreciate you calling in, all I could do is use past history to either make my argument or hurt my argument. If you're saying LeBron James and Anthony Davis, if you think it's not team basketball and you can't win with two stars, it's only two players, they just won a championship eight, nine months ago. What are you talking about? And on top of that, um, you can't tell me you love the Shaq and Kobe days and not think that that team was completely built around two superstars. If you're going to win in the NBA, yes, you got to have key role players. If the argument you're trying to make to me right now is the Lakers don't have the role players to win another championship, you can make that argument. We don't have an answer to it because until we get to the playoffs with LeBron, with Anthony Davis, with Dennis Schroeder, Montrezl Harrell, Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso, THC, until we actually get to that point, we can't, how are we supposed to say the Lakers don't have the right role players? AD's missed 25 games this year. Lakers were had won four games in a row since the All-Star break. LeBron goes down to that game against Atlanta. They lose the game against Atlanta. He's missed six games since then. Lakers are just, uh, you know, obviously going um, going the wrong way in the, uh, in the standings. And one other thing, Harold, you said that the media is trying to make it sound like Andre Drummond is the savior to the Lakers. Harold, literally five minutes ago, I was talking about how Andre Drummond is not the savior to the Lakers. He just has to play a role. But look, you can make your points. You can have your, you know, obviously your debate and your thought process. And that's why Sports Talk Radio is so fantastic because we could have these conversations and have different opinions. But here's the reality. Until the Lakers get whole, until they get healthy, and if that day comes, hopefully sooner than later, and that, that run to the playoffs um, you know, obviously, Lakers try to uh, try to go back to back until we actually see it. We're, we're both talking right now um, with no guarantees or lock to it, but I'll take my chances with AD and LeBron James and two stars with role players. All right, uh, Brian Windhorse coming up next. Brian Windhorse, man, that Hoop Collective podcast was fantastic. A lot of good Laker topics. He talked about Dennis Schroeder turning down a four-year, eighty-four million dollar deal with the Lakers. We're going to talk about that. He didn't seem too crazy about the Andre Drummond. Uh, signing. I want to get his thoughts there. Plus, on Lakers, Nets, who's got a better roster. All that coming up next. Thank you for being a part of the show. Stay right here. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. All right, pack your victory dance. Go all in on fun at Harris Resort SoCal. Make a splash in Funner California's trifecta of pools. Three pools. You got three pools. I don't know about you, uh, Curtis. What just happened here in these last couple of days? The weather just went up 15 degrees. Got to get out to Harris. Go get in that water. Dance with Lady Luck at one of the 50 table games or 1,600 slots, or tee up the fun in SoCal's first Top Golf Swing Suite. Um, I'm not much of a golfer, 
But you get me one of those top golfs. Those things are incredible. They're uh, they're fun. It's the first one they've done here in SoCal. From dining to unwinding, scoring a good time is as easy as picking up a room key. Are you game for a getaway? Start planning planning your trip by visiting HarrisSoCal.com. Uh, Harris socal.com go get your getaway get away for a couple days you can do it without getting on a flight start planning your trip now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play and boom Añejo tequila came in with a smooth assist to hypnotic's tropical fruit finish shaken strained poured it was green and good Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. HarrisSoCal.com. All right, more phone calls coming up around 745. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll go till uh, 9 o'clock tonight. Want to welcome in Brian Windhorse, covers the NBA for ESPN, also hosts the Hoop Collective podcast on ESPN. Brian, what's going on, man? Hi, Alan. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. I want to I wanna touch. I, I got a chance to listen to the uh, podcast. By the way, it's such a fantastic podcast. And, you know, obviously for NBA fans out there, um, it, it's a great way to get your NBA content. Um, want to hit on a couple things that, that you hit on on the podcast. And I'll start off with this. Yesterday, we got a chance to see Andre Drummond for the first time in the purple and gold. Wasn't for very long, just 14 minutes. We'll miss tomorrow's game against the Kings. Um your overall thoughts, the buyout market happens, he ends up with the Lakers. Uh, what was your thoughts when he came here? Do you think too much hype behind the the signing, or do you think that, no, this could be a, a game changer for the Lakers and obviously around the NBA? Well, to get a guy like that on the buyout market is really a great score because typically on the buyout market, you're getting guys who are at the back end of their career who give up money um, or have a diminished role, like LaMarcus Aldridge, like Blake Griffin. We, we see guys like this. You can go down year after year. Basically, you see guys in their early 30s who are ready for a reduced role. Very rarely do you get a guy who can be a starter quality player. It doesn't mean that they won't start. Like tonight, LaMarcus Aldridge started in, in, um, in, you know, in Brooklyn, but he's not a starter quality player really at this point anymore. And so to get a guy like Andre Drummond, who's still in his prime, who can contribute and fill up the stats, that is, and not Belinka said this, it's, it's, it's a rare thing to be able to get that guy. But I also think it's a mistake to think he's going to come in and play like an all-star contributor. He's going to rebound. He's going to score occasionally. But there is a reason why he was traded for a second-round pick a year ago and then the team that traded for him at essentially no cost shut him down and basically didn't see a future with him in the organization because he has flaws in his game. Um, and because he has flaws, we need him to be a leading man. And the belief is with, with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, he won't have to be that and that he can fill a role. But I think to think that he's going to come in and all of a sudden be the third star on the team based on his history would be flawed thinking. Uh, Brian Windhorst taking some time to join Lakers talk. You know, I, I, I was just talking about this, uh, Brian. I was talking about, well, it depends on the expectation that you have on him. And and I think I view I view Drummond in this sense for the Lakers. Number one, um, you know, obviously last season, one of the strengths that the Lakers had, you had Dwight, you had JaVale McGee. 
Um, and I'm not saying that he's going to be them, but he's going to be his own version, 27 years old, uh, certainly one of the best rebounders in the NBA. He's going to be asked to do a lot less than he was doing with other franchises. He's not going to be a franchise player for the Lakers. Plus, he didn't go to another team, and I think Andre Drummond could have helped a number of teams that are competing for a championship, obviously ended up with the Lakers. How big was it that Drummond's not on the Nets or the Clippers or the Celtics? Do you think that part of it uh, comes into play? I mean, one of the reasons why you like getting him if you're the Lakers is you keep him away from the other teams who want him. You don't want to have to play against him. Uh, And I do think that if you don't look at him as a guy making $30 million, you will view his contribution differently. And that's absolutely true. The majority of his salary, every he plays, he gets two checks. One check that's from the Cavs for <laughs> something like 300000 and one check that's for the Lakers for a few thousand. And so when you look at it like that, it's a huge victory. Mm. Um, but, you know, the way he plays, you can't really put him in switch defense because he's just sort of too big and too lumbering. Um, he, you know, like you can find defensive statistics and you can find highlights where he looks good defensively and you say to yourself, oh, my God, this guy might be a Hall of Famer. But then when you actually watch the game and when you actually see the impact that he has, it doesn't always match the stats. He's one of these, he's one of these guys that looks better on paper than he does on the court. And I know that that's very difficult to understand. And I know Lakers fans look at his stats and they say, oh, my God, getting this guy is huge and putting him in there could be like, you know, an incredible front court. And, and I do think occasionally that will happen. But when the Lakers are going to be at their best, when they've got to have it, it's going to be Anthony Davis at center, LeBron James at power forward, and three defenders slash shooters on the perimeter. That's where the Lakers are going to play. Uh, that's, what they're, that's what they're going to need to execute at the highest level when it matters. It doesn't mean that that's the way they will start games. I will see Andre Drummond out there to start the game, but I don't think when it matters he's going to be on the court at the end. But in the short term, in the interim, with AD and LeBron out, I do think he can provide a lift and keep them in decent playoff position. He can probably, once he gets off this foot injury, I think he can probably help them win a game or two. And quite frankly, if you get that out of a guy, make him less than a million dollars, I think the Lakers are paying him like five or $600,000, it's a huge win. So I think expectations are, are going to be important in judging his role in the team. Brian Windhorst covers the NBA for ESPN, Hoop Collective podcast as well, taking some time to join Lakers Talk. Um, Brian, NBA standings, I'm curious just to get your view on this. So Lakers sitting at fourth. I don't think it's going to last, obviously, very long that they're going to be sitting there. April is a brutal schedule. We still don't know. When is LeBron coming back? When is Anthony Davis coming back? Uh, Drummond is going to miss tomorrow's game at the minimum. Um, Big deal or not where the Lakers end up in the standings? Well, you'd like to avoid the play-in tournament, but in all honesty, the only thing that really matters is that LeBron and AD are healthy. Mm-hmm. If they're healthy, the Lakers have a great chance to win the West. Um, they're going to have to shoot the ball better, uh, shoot the ball like they did last year in the playoffs, um, and that's their Achilles heel. They have nights where they just shoot the ball so poorly, but they have nights where they shoot it really well, and the equalizer is their defense. When they play at the highest level, their defense gives them a chance to win every game. So um, I don't think it's ideal to have to play in a play-in series. I think it's a potential to end up facing Utah or the Clippers maybe or the Suns in the first round, and that's that's not ideal, but you're going to have to beat those teams anyway. So uh, 
up until, uh, you know, the end of the season. But, you know, obviously he and the Lakers started talking about it in February and haven't come to a deal uh, six weeks later kind of leads you to believe that he might be playing it out. Brian, um, I appreciate you doing this right when uh, I, I got a chance. I know we text each other back and forth. I, I want to get your thoughts, your opinion, give you a chance a little bit to expand a little bit. Always uh, great content and great stuff, so thank you for taking the time. Thanks, Don. Have a good night. All right, man, you too. All right, that's uh, Brian Windhorse right there. Um, that Hoop Collective podcast is solid. Mark Spears, Nick Fidel, and they go through, obviously, if you're an NBA fan, you're hitting on everything. And when I was listening to it a couple days ago, those NBA topics – or those Laker topics stood out to me the most, so I, I wanted him to kind of expand a little bit. Um, two things come out of that conversation. We're going to do this when we come back. So Dennis Schroeder, and like Brian Windhorst said, you don't know the details, but four years, $84 million. You know, I hear that for Dennis Schroeder, and a couple things come to my mind. And I want to do this. When we come back, I want to ask Laker fans, what's a good number for Dennis Schroeder? What's a number you think is the right number if the Lakers were to extend him or we get into the offseason and now the question mark comes up about Dennis Schroeder and how much to pay him? What's a good number per year for Dennis Schroeder? We, we got a chance to watch him, obviously, this year. Uh, what are Lakers now? 48 games in or over 50%, well over 50% through the season. Um, what is the right number for Dennis Schroeder? Uh, your thoughts uh, coming up next. Stay right here. This is Lakers Talk, 877-710-ESPN. We'll take some of your phone calls coming up next. Uh, Lakers Talk on 710-ESPN. Okay, Valvoline Instant Oil Change. I'm sure there are a lot of people out there. Maybe you're driving around. Maybe you're listening on the ESPN app or on iTunes. Is your vehicle due for a service? Head into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home with a 15-minute drive-through oil change. For over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you. You guys are busy. You guys got a lot going on. You're driving all around Southern California. The light's probably on and you're sitting there saying, I'll take care of it later. Here's a quick, convenient way to do it. By the way, this is the best way to do it. If you're driving right now, don't do this. Uh, Don't go to uh, uh, Valvoline uh, instantoilchange.com or socaloilchange.com. Do it when you get home. But when you go on SoCalOilChange.com, this is how easy the process is. I'm on there right now. Got all these coupons that you can uh, uh, email to yourself or text to yourself when you go into uh, Valvoline Instant Oil Change. All you got to do is put in your zip code. Once you put in your zip code, all these different locations are going to pop up. They got locations all throughout Southern California, and you could go in there and obviously take care of business. You don't even got to get out of your car. No dragging the kids to a dirty waiting room. At Valvoline, you stay in your car and you stay safe while the expert technicians make sure your ride is in peak performance. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out in about 15 minutes. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for location and game-winning coupons off your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, thank you to Brian Windhorse. Taking some time to join the show. Um, 
we're talking about Dennis Schroeder. So Windhorse was explaining that the Lakers obviously trying to get him an extension, been negotiating for a while, didn't happen. Lakers obviously shopped or uh, shopped Dennis Schroeder, looking to maybe get Kyle Lowry. Didn't happen at the trade deadline. Looks like the sticking point was THT. Four years, $84 million. That's the most that the Lakers can offer Dennis Schroeder. And without knowing all the details, how much of that was guaranteed and so forth, uh, that's what uh, Brian Windhorst was mentioning that the Lakers office offered to Dennis Schroeder. Dennis, Schre- Dennis Schroeder obviously did not take that deal. So the question I'll throw out to Laker fans out there is, what do you think Dennis Schroeder is worth? What What's a good number for the Lakers on a guy like Dennis Schroeder? We've got a good, good opportunity to watch his play and see what uh, what his characteristics, what his strengths are for the Lakers. You know, I, I think this is, a, this is an interesting conversation for me because you kind of look at Dennis Schroeder, you look at the now, you look at the future with the Lakers. Um, I know after the trade deadline, Lakers played, I want to say the Cavs right after the trade deadline. Trade deadline was on a Thursday. Friday, Lakers played the Cavs and finally got a win. They had lost four in a row since LeBron was out. And Dennis Schroeder was asked about the trade deadline, everything else. He said it's a crazy business and that he wants an opportunity. This would be the first time that he would be you know, an unrestricted free agent where he can go through that process. Teams are going to court him. Uh, I'm sure everybody's going to be calling his agent, telling him how great he is, how their franchise wants to build around him. That's how free agency works. And he has not got that opportunity so far in his career. He's 27 years old, incredibly talented. You know, there are times uh, I sit in the post-game show and um, I spend some time talking about his strengths and then Laker fans will call in and say, man, this guy, uh, he's got a great future. Um, we'll see if he's going to be a part of the Lakers long term. And then there's other times you got some frustration. You got to do more, less turnovers, like every game and like every player. This happens on a consistent basis. But when I heard four years, $84 million, four years, $84 million, so $21 million a year. He's making about $15 million right now a year. I thought that was a an incredibly fair contract. Now, what the hell do I know? And, you know, I think one of the things Brian Windhorst was talking about was that there's some advantages if you're a player like Dennis Schroeder waiting to the offseason. Some of the advantages are there's some teams out there. I think he mentioned seven teams. They got 20-plus mil uh, that are looking for a point guard that who knows how much he can make in the open market. Who knows how much money he can make this upcoming offseason. But if you're the Lakers, and you're obviously only concerned about the Lakers, as you should be, um, and you look at what you think you would throw at a player like that on an annual basis for the next four years, about $20 million is an incredibly incredibly fair contract. Um, Now we're sitting here right now, who knows, maybe come the offseason he gets offered something that's four years, $100 million. Maybe even more than that, hundred five million, something along those lines. But I, I don't think that that's a. I don't think that that's at least in my opinion. Uh, when I first heard it, I definitely did not think that was something that um, was unfair or disrespectful or something along those lines. So, uh, if you got some thoughts on Dennis Schroeder, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. So this uh, another part that I thought was interesting from from Brian Windhorse talking about the NBA standings and you know we already know Andre Drummond is not going tomorrow even though the Lakers are optimistic that he'll return soon and LeBron James has missed six games in a row you got no idea how long he's going to be out for we've heard nothing 
you know, on that front, it's going to be something that gets reevaluated over and over again. Uh, the actually the exact word was out. He's out indefinitely. Then you got Anthony Davis. AD has already missed 20 games in a row, 25 games so far this season. So, you know, that's certainly going to be something that we pay attention to. I asked Windhorse about the standings. You know, right now is a perfect example. Uh, Clippers and the Nuggets are playing each other. All of a sudden, I just became a big Nuggets fan, Curtis. I don't know about you, but uh, big Nuggets fan tonight. So Clippers playing the Nuggets. Clippers a game and a half in front of the Lakers. Nuggets a half game behind the Lakers. I mean, I don't expect the Lakers to stay in that fourth spot for much longer. Um, it's inevitable that they drop in the standings without Anthony Davis and without LeBron James. It, it's it's happening, first of all, and it's going to continue to happen until those two guys come back. And Windhorse basically said, I've heard Windhorse last week talk about you don't want to get, you want to stay in the top six if you're the Lakers, because if you're not in the top six, then you got to deal with the playing, uh, you know, those playing games. I, I've never been on that front. Basically, the way I've kind of looked at this, it when people say, well, can you imagine you got to play Utah in the first round? How much would that suck? Or you got to play Clippers or Phoenix in the first round? That doesn't suck for the Lakers. That sucks for those other teams that everything they accomplished to be a one, two, or three seed, and then they got the Lakers in the first round. I mean, I feel more bad for them than I do for the Lakers. I've never been one to worry about the NBA standings. It's not ideal. I hate looking at the standings and seeing the Lakers just keep dropping, and I'm definitely paying attention to is Dallas winning, San Antonio, Portland, uh, Denver, of course, Utah, just go down the list, the Clippers. I want all those teams in the West to lose. But it's inevitable that the Lakers are going to fall in the standings. I want to play something from Jalen Rose. Uh, Jalen Rose, a little bit earlier today, was talking about the NBA standings, what it means to the Lakers. How about this? I'll say an example that most people with social media can appreciate. Sliding in the standings equals doing the same in the DMs. When somebody's responding to you, then it seems like it was a good idea. When they're not <laughs> responding to you, it seems like I shouldn't have never sent that message. And that's what I want to say about the Lakers. If they're healthy, I'm picking nobody to beat them in a seven-game series in either mm. conference. But mm. I got a newsflash for y'all. They're not healthy. Anthony Davis has not been healthy most of the year. And LeBron James is currently not in uniform. They added Andre Drummond, who's going to be a terrific addition. However, only if the other two guys come back. All right, that's Jalen Rose right there. That's uh, with Jalen and Jacoby. Um, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, it, when people say, well, the Lakers are beat up, at least they're beat up in February. At least they're beat up in March. Yes, we're getting into April now. And we'll see in the next couple of weeks. I, I've, I've said this, and this is what I'll kind of roll with here. Can you just be healthy by the time May 1st comes around? You'll have three weeks before the playoffs start. Three weeks. Can the Lakers in the next 30 days, does that not seem reasonable? I mean, AD's already been out for 20 games. LeBron's already been out this Saturday is two weeks. Um, let's just say that he, him and AD are out for another four weeks. Four weeks. Can you just be healthy by May 1st? And I think if they are healthy by that time, if they are in a position by the time we get into May 1st that they're healthy, plenty of time to figure things out, uh, get the rotations right. Actually, a little bit later in the show, we're going to talk about what players we think might not might not be a part of that playoff mix simply because the Lakers got 12 players right now, and we'll see if they add another person in the, uh, in the rotation. Uh, just be healthy by May 1st. 
We'll see if that happens. I think that's very reasonable. All right, top NBA stories coming up next. Thank you for tuning in. More phone calls coming up at 8.15. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN.